Today is our sixth full day of practice together and today may be a good day for deepening. Deepening in the stillness, in the quiet, in the capacity to widen into more and more space. The capacity to not have to pick up everything that consciousness offers to us that could be picked up. This allows us to take our own embodiment. In the teachings, the phrase kaya viveka, the solitude, the seclusion of the body from having to bond to every sense contact that arises to not have to glue or bond to everything that arises in the field around us, the sounds, the way we're looked at, the way the coffee jar is, that we have our own intactness without all of that having to disappear. We can deepen in this. And as we do, we can come to know the citta viveka, the solitude, the seclusion of the chitta, where the heart-mind is not bound to bond, to glue, to pick up, to stick to everything that passes through its field. A mood, a feeling, a flicker, pleasant contact, unpleasant contact not glued or bonded to that, we can have our own intactness without that having to go away. So today, staying steady with mindfulness of body, letting the mind plump out the body with awareness, suffusing it with that bright, steady, calm, suffusive knowing that simply knows body is breathing in. Body is breathing out and following that breath right to the end as it fades, as it ceases, as it quiets. Can you stay? Can you abide even when the object fades, without you going with it. So there's the aspect of chitta that is knowing, that is bright, that is awake, that we can rest back into and get more confident in this capacity to know what arises without becoming it, without having to narrow attention and define ourselves by it. And these are worlds apart. You know the difference between feeling grumpy and believing I am grumpy. This is me. This is who I am. I have to do something about it. I shouldn't be grumpy. The spin that we can get into, the pain and the spin and the tightness and the loss of blessedness. That world, apart from the world where we step back, oh, this is contraction, this is grumpiness, oh, I see it. That which sees the grumpiness or the contraction is not bound 
can we rest back more and more confident in this refuge, in this knowing. So today, as you practice at any point, walking, sitting, in the dining room, check, open to see that, do I have my ground? Do I have my body? Is the ground here? Do I have the axes, the vertical, right up through the center? Here and now, we can tune into that verticality that keeps us, that reminds us, that speaks to us of presence, of really the here and now. Do I have the suffusion, the field around me, the fellows, fellow trees, fellow humans, fellow... Can I open there without losing my own intactness here? And do I have the quality of space? That reminder we had from Akinchino that we begin, our form, our structure begins as enfolding space. Enfolding space that cannot be, that is unlimited. Can I contact the quality of space here and now, internally and externally? So today, stop looking for trying to get somewhere else. (laughs) It's easier said than done, isn't it? Sometimes we'll be pushing, in which case we'll see that and work with it. But times you won't be really trust that this unvarnished, it can feel a little daunting at first if I'm not trying to get something else, I'm just left with this. This unvarnished, raw, living, present, may at first feel daunting to the mind, but it is the place of awakening. It is the place of blessedness. It is the place of seeing more than we've seen before. It opens and yields to our interest. As the spiritual faculties develop, the mindfulness, the stillness, the energy, the wisdom, the persistence, the faith, the confidence that here is where that which my heart deeply desires can be known. So today also we will give attention to knowing chitta as chitta, knowing mind as mind. So how do we do that? First one, um, when your mind is subtle today, steady, suffusive, open, breathing in and breathing out, deepening, widening, stilling, fading, and nothing much appears to be going on on a very gross level, let it be subtle. Deepen in that interest, tolerance of the subtlety. And within that field you might see the flickers of pleasant and unpleasant arising and not obliged to pick them up, not obliged to spin them into moods or mind states. Let them fade, let them be known, keep faith with the suffusing breath, body, here. Other times the mind is subtle and we notice that we're kind of in a little bit, we're in some kind of mood or mind state, fear, perhaps bitterness, envy, jealousy. Sometimes it's enough to simply acknowledge that, oh, This is fear. Oh, this is envy. This is bitterness. This is desire. This is lust. This is scatteredness. This is aversion. Knowing that sometimes it's enough. Right there, we don't have to do anything more with it. We don't have to find out why it's like that or who's it fault it is, and if I'm going to be like that forever, it's enough. We become quiet right there and then. Other times, 
we have picked something up, attention has picked up a contact we haven't noticed necessarily, and it has spun. So we've picked it up and suddenly, whoosh, like a cotton candy, you call it. It's like, whoosh, whoosh, and suddenly there's this thing, and I'm in this thing. I'm not sure how I got there. From the perspective of this practice, we're not trying to analyze how we got there. That may or may not become clear, but the interesting investigation here is what do we do then? What is the return to blessedness right there and then? (coughs) And what can be the understanding that can come forth? So I'm in this thing. In fact, I precisely am what's the appearance, the perception of being in this thing. Right before there was less self-inference in the suffusing less reflecting myself back through narratives and stories when I'm in the silence and it's widening. But right then when I'm spun, there's a really strong sense of me. In the moment when you're spun, no shame whatsoever. No dragging yourself back to the breath, you know, like a bad meditator, you know, come back to this. No, right there in the spin. Acknowledge the spin. Ah, this is the spin. Already right there in the acknowledgement, you are with the knowing, the bright knowing of chitta that can suffuse even the densest spin, the densest lump that we feel like we've just arrived in, got born in. Acknowledge the spin. Right there, can you check you have your ground, your body, your earth, the space, the widening, the field, the here and now. Acknowledge the spin, here and now. Acknowledge the quality of the spin, perhaps the Again, the bitterness, the rage, the jealousy, the envy, the hate. Also the positive spin. Sometimes we're in a kind of clump of ourself that's the glory or the glow or the... kind of more expanded spin. (laughs) But still we feel like we are it. Acknowledge that and stay awake. Stay awake, letting your refuge be in the blessedness that knows, that knows the spin. The blessedness that can hold and bear with the spin. The blessedness that can listen without becoming, without spinning further. And in that acknowledgement, in that bright, awake awareness, the spin can start to dissolve. Maybe the body starts to soften because in the presence of that blessedness, and that blessedness is you, more fundamentally than even the densest spin that has been spun, that blessed awake knowing. Right there the body might soften if it has been tight, If the spin has been a kind of under-energized spin, a kind of despondency, a collapse, oh yeah, God, day six and I'm still, you know, lousy. Hmm. Right, oh, there's the spin. Right, there's the spin. Can I acknowledge the despondency? Staying with the wakefulness, the body starts to suffuse, starts to plump out again starts to fill up with knowing, with presence, with awareness. When we're in the spin, acknowledge the body. Acknowledge the quality, the tone of the mood, the fear perhaps, the, set, the sorrow, the rancor the distaste, the disappointment, 
the ready to kill. And can you tolerate as the spin, like water down a plug hole, starts to release when we're not building it up, starts to release like water down a plug hole, developing the taste then for fading, fading, that which I have taken to be me, we might see and feel in front of our very eyes and body, this fading down the plug hole, can I tolerate something as it fades, or can I tolerate fading, fading, ceasing, ceasing. And you might acknowledge the impulse, the urge again to pick it back up, yeah, but there's something I have to sort out and he shouldn't. And Okay, my love, it's okay, breathing, sensing. This doesn't mean you will never make, make a response in your life. It means we're studying this whole dependent arising. We're studying how something comes together and we're studying how it can come apart. Studying this will give us more dexterity, more freedom to then be able to pick up those flickers that are wholesome, that are beneficial, that require attention. And not be bound to pick up ones I know very well that I really have studied so much I actually don't have to go there again. It will also give us more freedom and dexterity in picking up ones that are coming for healing, that need my care and my resonance and my capacity to rest in the knowing in the blessedness, that which hears, that which can resonate. And let those become transparent to blessedness. Sometimes we feel like we're in a mess. Don't look for the mess. Don't look for more of that, but sometimes it's in it. We're in a spin, and then we're in a counter spin, like Yanai was describing, the pinball piece, right? We're in a, oh, I hate this, I can't stand it, four more days, I hate everyone here, and uh, I'm in this, I don't see that it's a spin. I pull out, I try and make another spin of, I shouldn't be feeling this, I shouldn't be feeling this, it's bad to feel that. And I'm kind of bouncing back and forth between spins. It's a little bit like another image I find helpful. It's like in a river. You know, the river has its flow um, going downstream. And sometimes things get caught at the sides of the river in eddies, right? They start to spin. The leaves get caught in their little twigs, bits of rubbish that are around. All kinds of things get caught in there. And in that moment, we feel like we've lost contact with that depth of the water, the depth of the stream. And then we kind of spin out to the other side of the river to try and get another kind of experience. And we just feel bereft, ghastly, lost. Don't know what to do. In that moment, acknowledge that we don't know what to do. Can I meet myself there, recognize perhaps the image may help? Sometimes we need to go for a long walk. Sometimes we need to bring into the, to the mind through skill, not as remedial practice, but out of skill, because sometimes what we're working with is very, very difficult. And we've opened ourselves enough that this material starts to jump out in a certain way and we need our anchors. Go for a walk, if that's the case. Bring to mind the image of a blessed, beloved benefactor or figure of love that you can rest with. Let gaze upon you. Stand with a tree in the forest. Touch it. Gain your ground. Find the ways you find to find that ground. This is skill. 
This is practice. This is wisdom. And it's not that if we're at that end of the spectrum of lots of bouncing that we're doing it wrong and that to be subtle is better. Not at all. Wisdom responds to where we are. This is blessed. So please take your seat and I'll guide us in to the practice. So taking some moments to find your bearings, if you've lost them, your ground, your space, your vertical uprightness, the wider field, opening your awareness wide. And within that wide field, your intactness, your integrity, this instrument, this miracle of enfolded space, breathing in and breathing out, not looking for something to have to work on. Suffusing, calming, deepening, awake, bright, switched on. Upright and gentle. Hands are soft. Intention is clear. Stay awake. Finding out what can be discovered.
May all beings meet themselves with kindness. <clears throat> may all beings meet themselves with uprightness. And may all beings know joy. can be useful at the beginning of the walking to establish and check your intention, <coughs> to check that you have your ground beneath you, deliberately, consciously, space in and around you, open up the awareness to include space, that you have some perception of your uprightness, your vertical coming right through from earth to sky. And that you have the sense of each other and that within that field, your intactness, plonk, here you are. In the walking, you can widen and open to include more and more of the body, this suffusing the body with your presence, with awareness, with the knowing, one step at a time come closer, become intimate, stay close to yourself. And at times then, you may see all the things that I spoke about in the instructions. In the subtle mind, you might see the flickers that could elaborate into mind states and you don't have to pick them up. You can see at times you're in the spin. Stop, acknowledge that, work with that. Find your bearings again as it becomes more transparent to your knowing. Um, today will be the last group, begin the last group cycle. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.